We thought we'd talk about some of the tricks of the design trade, you know, the garden designers and how they can make things seem better than they are. And if you know how to do it, then you can utilise those in your garden to make your garden seem bigger and better and wider and, and more full and more interesting, uh, which is only going to be great for you, isn't it? I mean, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to give you the means so that you can go and do the garden yourself. But obviously, if you've got any queries, email me, rachel at plantplots.com. Ultimately, if you know what to do, we hope that you will create a better garden that you feel happy with. And incidentally, if you do, as a result of what you've listened and, and what you've learned from these little podcasts or what you've seen on the website, do send us a picture. We'll put it on the Facebook page. And, um, you know, we'd love to see how we are helping you create better gardens. That would make us feel pretty good as well. How you can make your garden feel bigger and, and wider than it is. Modern gardens today do tend to be much smaller. House sizes are, are diminishing. The average home has squashed in size. We're being compacted indoors in all these new modern estates and back gardens and front gardens again. They're all becoming much, much smaller. And although I suppose the paradox is, as, as a human species, we're at the moment tending to be a little bit larger than we should, but the space that we're given to be in outside is becoming smaller. Though most of us want to try and make our gardens feel bigger. And in a lot of the modern estates that you've got, let's say, you know, you're surrounded by box fencing. There's just panel fencing everywhere. You, everyone has their little rectangular oblong box at the end at the back of the garden. And it's not very big and it's very square and everybody's is the same. And it really does say when all you can see is the fences is here is the limit of my of my space. So what can you do to make your garden feel bigger than it is? We you know, we don't have a TARDIS. I mean, much as we'd all love to be Doctor Who and have the, the sort of the TARDIS in reverse, we have a finite space to work in. So the way that we actually try and make the garden feel bigger is by making the eye not look at where the boundaries are quite so much because that tells you that bit there that's the limit across the back of the garden and the fence at the back of the garden that's where we can't go the idea is is to try and hide the boundaries and disguise the boundaries now there are two ways that we can do that the first way is by understanding what the human eye does and the human eye does two things it follows movement and it follows straight lines. So from a fence perspective, fences are full of straight lines. So if we want to make the fence seem less visually dominant in our garden, we've got to stop these straight lines because we'll see the fence from the point that it attaches to our house to the point that it gets down to at the end of the garden and our eye will follow that line. So we need to break the line up because then the eye loses the important straight line and it begins to wander about and, and then by making the eye wander about the garden you can disguise the size of it a little bit more which I know sounds really weird but that's that's true and the way that you disguise the, the straight line of a garden and the fence line is you have to have plants that grow taller than the fence not by putting climbers along the fence not by putting a hedge in front of the fence that you cut to the same line as the fence. That 
just reinforces the straight line. You need to put plants in front of the fence that will get taller so you puncture the straight lines of the fences and that way you won't notice the lines and the fencing and, and therefore your boundaries quite so much. The second way that the human eye works is that it follows movement and your attention will be captured much more by something that moves in your garden than by something that stands still. If something is very static and very solid, your eye will look away from it naturally and then it'll pick up straight lines. Every plant that you put in your garden has to do a few things. You have to make it that it moves a lot. You know, big, solid, sturdy shrubs actually just reinforce where the boundaries are because they're like sentinels, they're like guards at the corners. And you can see examples of what we've done. I mean, if you look on our website, plantplots.com, we've got a garden design gallery where we've done designs for customers. And you can see how we've broken up lines, uh, fences and things by using those two, those two very simple techniques by taller plants and moving plants. And we've also got a, a design gallery called Mini Makeovers where we've given you ideas for gardens and what we, where we've taken pictures of people's gardens and, and shown what we would do with it to give you a good idea as to how you can do those sorts of things. But there is another trick that you can use as well to make your garden feel bigger. And again, it's still all about distracting your eye. And the way that you do this is with creating illusions essentially you can use curves you can use false entrances so if we use a curve for example your eye will follow that line it'll follow the curve so the curve has to go somewhere now if you can't see round the edge of that curve if there is a taller plant part way along that curve line it seems like the garden's going round the corner somewhere and therefore, if you're sitting somewhere in the garden and sitting on the patio, because you can't see where that somewhere ends up, in your mind's eye, it might appear further away than it actually is. But by creating a curve and saying there is something round here, you actually have to put something there when people get there as well. Now, it could be that they've walked around the corner and there is something that they will visually see. Or you could maybe create a, a, another optical illusion by using a mirror to bounce the light or give the impression of more depth in the garden because you've gone around the corner and then there's this mirror slightly disguising where the end of this curve is. And so the garden will feel bigger. Incidentally, while I'm on the subject of mirrors, and I love using mirrors in the garden, they're, they're really great, don't ever have great big mirrors. I did this on my fence one time. I'd found these old antique mirrors, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to put those on my fence. And what I didn't think, and I felt terrible about it, was come the springtime, little birds were flying happily, and they were killing themselves against the mirror, because obviously they see an open space, and so they were flying through and suddenly smacking straight into the mirror and dying. So if you're going to use a bigger mirror, then what you need to do is put that mirror behind some sort of trellis or wire or something, because the bird will pick that up and then it won't fly through it. But other than that, mirrors are really, really good. But you want to make sure that the reflection is what you would expect it to be. For example, when you've gone round the corner in this garden, there is a mirror there, you don't want the mirror to be reflecting the sky. 
as you're walking around because that would seem at odds with what you're expecting to see. It should be angled so that it reflects the garden opposite and then that will make your garden appear bigger and wider and deeper. Another way to make your garden feel bigger is to, and it's again all to do with, with how we view things, it's all to do with, it, with, with our eye, is that we make people look for different things in the garden. And if people are actually searching things out, then they're focusing on the garden itself and not the boundaries of the garden. And the way that you would do that is with little splashes of colour. On your patio, for example, you might have a lovely pot of, uh, of red flowers in a pot that's a really bright, vibrant colour. If you pop one or two aspects of that sort of colour around the garden in various formats, people will notice that bright colour in the garden and will start to look for it, which means that they're not looking at your fences, they're not looking at the boundaries, they're looking at the things of interest that you want in the garden, and automatically that just seems to make things look bigger. Now it doesn't always have to be the same plant, for example, it doesn't have to be the same red flower, you could use uh, some red balls that you could put in the garden, or you might have a couple of pots painted really bright red with something else on it. You can use the same colour but in different forms and it just creates more interest. And if the garden is really interesting to look at and it's interesting to listen to and it's interesting to smell because you've got nice scent, your garden will automatically feel bigger. For you to make your garden work more, make sure that you've got plants that grow taller than the fence. Make sure you have plants that move in the garden. Try and use curves to take the garden somewhere. But wherever you're sitting from, you can't see where that's gone. You've blocked the view off, so it appears that it's going somewhere. Use mirrors to help bounce light around the garden and give the impression of depth. And then use colourful things in the garden so that people have to start looking around your garden to find where those things are. And all of those will help make your garden feel bigger than it is. And then, as the last thing, fill your senses. As I just said, if your garden smells nice, if it sounds nice because you can hear the sound of bees, you've got flowers that are very natural in the garden, so there's always butterflies in the garden, there are always bees buzzing around and hoverflies, people will watch those. If your garden has lots of perfume smell, people will close their eyes and envelop themselves in the smell. So again, you're not noticing, hello, here are my boundaries. You're noticing what's in the garden. And that will all help you give the impression that your garden is wider and it's bigger and it's fuller and it's more interesting and it's a much nicer place to be. But if you want any help with your garden, do email me, rachel at plantplots.com. Put some pictures on our Facebook page of your garden. We'd love to see them. We, we're great garden lovers. We love to see what people are doing. And again, anything that's on that we discuss on these podcasts generally is on our website that you can visit at plantplots.com. And thank you for listening.